Welcome back, everyone, to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. I am your host, Return from the Dead, Larry. Uh, oh, uh, and I'm Justin. <laughs> I got nothing special. <laughs> uh, and obviously, we are continuing on with our Scream mini season. We are joined by Rachel. Hello. And Mars has the week off because she isn't a gamer. Yep. 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 We tried. We, twi- we twisted. We, tried. we turned all the arms, and she was like, nay. Yeah, I want to. I want to say a special thank you to the two of you for covering last week. I was going to strap on my big boy pants and play and finish in this beat until dawn, but uh, you two both collectively and individually convinced me to just rest and take medicine and sleep. So thank you very much for covering. It was a hardship to have to play fast. Yeah, oh my god. You really owe us one, Larry. <laughs> But as you can tell from the title of this episode, we are reviewing Until Dawn. Um, we've all played through this before, yes? Well, so I, I, from what I remember, I don't think, Rachel, you haven't finished this before, right? No, I got, a, I got, I got about halfway through it, my first playthrough, but I think it was like, this came out in 2016, life was a little scary and i think i just like didn't have the emotional bandwidth for it at the time so this is like a perfect excuse for me to like dust it off because every time i looked at it i felt shame i'm like i spent 60 dollars on you and i'm not playing you so you spent 60 dollars on this well you know i don't know whatever the price was yeah it first came out 60 dollars yeah that's what i'm saying that's that's crazy because that's probably my my biggest we we, we only discuss that when we review stuff but that this is not a 60 dollar game Ooh, I, I from the top. Yeah, I disagree wholeheartedly. You think it has enough content to justify sixty dollars? Content, content length does not matter to me. Okay, it's okay. it's not about the size; it's about how you play it. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll save that until the end. Um, also, at the uh, in the closing, we're going to discuss the the updated show schedule. We um. We have to kind of revert a little bit uh, and readjust. Um, as of right now, Justin is not allowed to go to a movie theater <laughs> because of the rules in his country. Um, Rachel and Mars um, either don't have time or are unable to or just don't want to put themselves at risk of going to a theater to see Scream 5. You make us sound so deep. I know, right? Like, <laughs> we don't have time or we just don't want to. No, no. I, no, I, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> and the moment that my work said I had to come back to work, I decided I was going to go see Scream 5. So I have seen it. Yeah. I have seen it. I have seen my right, So are you going to, to watch right it again? Oh, fuck yeah. If, we're, if you guys are actually waiting until we get it like on like a hard copy, I'm buying this. Like I'm buying it like the moment I can. So, so what, what if we don't, though? Like if, if for whatever reason we all band together and decide we're going to go see it in the theater. Are you going to go see it again? Hell yes. Okay, I'm, I'm just curious. I just, oh, hell yeah. yes, yeah. So you this, hated this, it. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Worst of the franchise. I hated something about it, but we'll save that uh, when we spicy. when we get to that. Um, so it's been a few weeks, and for the rest of the episode, we've kind of like either pre-recorded it or did other things, and I didn't want to do a trivia or a Mad Libs that I have promised um, until we have the full... Yeah. Uh, mini season crew here yeah. yeah so i am very interested what is new with the both of you rachel or justin you guys can choose who goes first go for it justin oh my gosh okay um because oh, i think you're last... going to talk about the same thing as me so. <laughs> <laughs> 
is that thing yellow jackets? It might be. Okay, perfect. So why don't we start with yellow jackets then? Okay, so I actually started and quick finished pause. The, okay, there might be spoilers sprinkled in throughout this conversation. Gonna be oh no, there's going to be spoilers. I am literally going to talk about the end of this show. So, um, Justin, we are at the five minute mark of recording. Maybe um, we can put a little note or something in there. I'll, I'll quick, I'll, I'll jot down a note in an email and send it to you. Okay. We started talking about Yellow Jacket five minutes, and I'll put a note when we ended it. But continue. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So, yeah, I am going to talk about the ending. So, if you don't want to hear anything about it, just And leave it's now. so good, y'all. Do yourself a solid. So this good. is excellent TV viewing. I talked about it last time, so I'm that's why i'm like please don't take the lead but um you don't want to spoil this for yourself if you haven't already seen it however if you have you're probably desperate to talk about it so here we go yeah this is why i'm talking about it now (laughs) uh so so obviously i i wasn't there when you guys actually i did just watch the first two episodes when you guys were watching the finale oh i know uh and then i finished the season uh i watched the last episode last night so, okay, so cool. I am still kind of like processing, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I do want to say it. I did call the Lottie cult. Okay. From mm-hmm. like from pretty late, like episode eight. I was okay. like, oh man, you know what? She's getting like real weird. I bet she's the leader of the like weird little like snow cult with like all the yeah. stuff. I was kind of like, is it her or Van? Her or Van? Because like Van also had that like spiritual experience when the wolf beat yeah. her face off. Oh my god! God, which, I fucking love this. Show. I, I, so I, I will <laughs> say that the fallout from that wolf is mm-hmm. probably the one thing that I question the most, just about like how fast her face healed. Is the Devin one said thing the, I'm Devin like, said mm. the same thing? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, otherwise, I don't really care. I mean, it's fucking awesome. So you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like you predicted a lot of stuff along the way as well. That was so when Rachel and I recorded on Tuesday. We discussed Yellow Jackets because it was like her forcing yeah, upon yeah, me. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean like, like, like what I told Justin, like even before Rachel forced it, the only thing I knew about the show was the forest with a bunch of girls in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> did, did you find a lot of things obvious, Justin? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, guessing? absolutely. Yeah. But I, I, I never, like, had issue with it. Like, a lot of the times, like, if – I find this to be like a mixture of alive and mm-hmm. lost, but a million times better. Lord of the Flies, a little bit. What's yes, alive? Yeah. Uh, alive is actually a movie about a football uh, football high school team. I think they're mm-hmm. in high school. I think it's a professional soccer team. Is it? I thought it was a football. It, it's a, a, a professional sports team. I just know that Ethan <laughs> eats ass, and I mean literally eats. Oh yeah, ass. <laughs> yeah. So so it, this this uh, gr- this team crashes in like the alps or something like the frozen mountains basically and they yeah. like have to result to cannibalism to keep stay alive oh boy okay it, it was made in like 93 i think mm-hmm. you should you should watch it actually it's, it's, grim, it's not dude. yeah it's it's is it a movie oh boy, you want depressing yeah go for yeah, it it's okay. Grim, dude. okay because it's based on uh, a true story yeah there you go yeah um, the so there's part. no like fun folk magic in the wood aspect. But, it's just but I people straight up eating their friends. <laughs> this whole time, the whole time I was watching Yellow Jackets. Every day I was like, man, this reminds me so much of Alive. Mm-hmm. And then they name dropped it at the last episode. Yep. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, it was hard for yeah. me. Like at one point, you like gave me a check in, and you were like, I knew it was the boyfriend. I knew it. And I was like, oh, I know. I saw that too. And I was like, I'm excited. 
I'm just, I just pretend like, like, like you I have didn't a lot of things ahead of see, you. See, so that was the like one of the only like only things that wasn't like. I, I did find it like not. I won't. I don't want to say predictable because I don't think it is predictable. I don't. But either. like a lot of it's like oh you know like unsurprising in a way. But I I found that to be like the big. That for me was the big twist. Oh, I call mm-hmm. that shit. I called that. I I told Devin the moment she saw him in the hotel, we didn't see him actually boning somebody else that he wasn't cheating on her. And then oh, I was ever since then I knew it wasn't happening. The the I I do have one theory as well that, um I we're talking about it now, so I'm going to forget his name. Uh, but the kid that was with them, Travis I, I'm literally blanking on Travis's all of the names. Yes, Travis, Travis is the is elder little... one. Javi is the little one. I think he is the one we saw entering the hotel room. What? To to get Nat? Oh, you think Javi? Yeah. He like Travis there's a bunch of dead. them. Oh yeah, no. I, <laughs> yeah. Travis is a fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that could be because we don't know where he is in the, at the end so, of that season. And that's that's kind of like what led me to think about that oh the cult is still like active and around now yeah. is that like mm-hmm. by episode 7 I was like, you know what? If there was really only Five, three or five of these people left they would have started dying by now mm-hmm. and it, it, that kind of led me to be like oh you know okay maybe there's like a lot more alive that, and then we just don't know because maybe they didn't keep contact or they were like no like kind of stay the fuck away from me kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know I'm, I'm excited I obviously it was renewed for season two already which is yep. very exciting yep. and apparently two days ago like some exec was like oh You'll see it sooner than you think. Oh, that's oh, exciting. So. Because I think they were really surprised by how popular it turned out to be. It was something that kind of like debuted slowly, but then word of mouth, I think 70% of the audience was because of me. Um, like, just like people, or people, I mean, essentially it was people like me who got like really hooked on the first episode and was like telling their friends like, no, you really need to see this. This is like something special. Um, yeah, and for me, I guess that especially since I was on Showtime and it was like a subscription to get a hold of it, I was waiting yeah. so that I could binge it, like hop on, get my Showtime for the one month and then be done with it. Yeah, I mean, and it's a great binge. Like it was really oh fun God, to go yeah. week to week because it was we gave you a chance to talk about it a lot. It's one of those viewings that I think you could really do either way. Um, I know every week it was brutal though when it was like because every episode ends with a freaking cliffhanger. Um, that actually about... leads me to another question. Oh, sorry, Rachel, go ahead. I was going to say, did you see the Thaisa thing coming, or was that a surprise? As soon as uh, we saw her, uh, as soon as, sorry, Lottie saw her uh-huh. at night, uh-huh. I was like, oh, she's going to be the woman in the tree. But, I mean, did you expect her at the end, like that smile at the end and the altar and all that jazz? No. Yeah, okay. I was like, if you saw that coming. I mean, we, I, I figured, like, she had done something with the dog when she was, like, sleepwalking or something. Yeah. But I did not expect that. You were not that. expecting to see it again? <laughs> well, no, because she, she was so, like, she's terrifying. adverse against it, right? Like, she was, like, against it, against the whole Lottie thing. Yeah. Until, like, the, literally the very end. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I kind of, I wonder what happened in the woods that time when van got attacked like did we don't see what happens to her in the woods at that point but there's some van says she saw something and that's the first time we see or maybe not the first time maybe it's the second time we know that she's been sleepwalking and she's like up in the tree and she's been eating dirt and stuff like that so i don't know 
I don't know. And then there's the thing about her childhood where she saw that eyeless man as a child. Yeah. I will say the eyeless man wasn't very creepy for me. No, it wasn't. No, no. He, I mean, we've seen it a million times in different yeah. horror things. We've seen it perfected think... with, with the Moonlight Man. God damn it, Larry. Like, I'm si- like, I have to go to sleep after this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, but you liked it. Oh, I, I absolutely loved it. I did not it. lead you astray. I will say, I did Uh-oh. go back to the first episode to try and figure out who was in that hole. Yeah. I, they don't show hair or a face. So it's, they show skin. Uh-huh. So it, 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 obviously it narrows down some of the people. Yeah. But I don't know who it was. I think they definitely the tried to make you girl. think it was Lottie. Right. Well, I was like, is it Lottie? Is it Jackie? Because she had Jackie's necklace on. But yeah. Oh, so you were also like, okay, now she's got it. Okay, no, not now. I totally now was she gave tracking it. it. I yeah. was totally tracking the the necklace the whole time. I I would just say, don't be surprised if it's still Lottie. Oh, I think Lottie's alive and around. But yeah, she wouldn't be in the pit then. Is that who you're talking about? Oh, I just because the cult that she started is around doesn't mean she's still here. I mean, I kind of feel like she's the cult leader. Well, I mean, maybe this is a misdirect, but I started noticing about halfway through the season, like after she'd gone off her meds, they kept framing her with the antlers behind her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See, to me, she is like whenever they when they were stuck, when they were by like the, the where they killed the person who fell in the pit. Mm-hmm. I think she is the one like the leader looking one who's just like sitting, sitting, making unless them it, right? like the twist is that like van and taisa teamed up and took mm. down lottie see that's my thought what we saw was the very end because they said it was 18 months so they would have been found in winter so god damn that show my 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 assumption is that it's a misdirect in that yes it's lottie's cult but it is not lottie who is running mm-hmm. it she is the one we saw die at the beginning but who knows God, I fucking love that show. So good. I am excited because I think season two will be mainly focused on their first winter. Because, Larry, you're right. I mean, they're going to go through two winters, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm trying to think. I, I think we really only saw, like, the death of, like, two major characters. And one of them wasn't even a major character, right? Like Laura Lee. Well, yeah, Laura Lee. <laughs> Blowed up. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but goddamn that I, I did. What was she thinking getting in a plane? Come on. You know what? Now. She was doing a good job though. I'll I'll give her that. But like it was like, oh yeah, they worked so hard to get her out of here. Yeah, she's gonna fucking die. I did I will say this was before we knew the timeline of how long they were out there. So like I was like, is this how they eventually get found? You know, like maybe it's a few more weeks in the woods while they find them or something. So I wasn't totally sure what was gonna happen with her. But it was uh, it was dramatic, it was dra- mm. and it was in that one lake in Canada where everything takes place in TV and movies. Oh yeah, I, I so how do we know? I I didn't catch how we found out that they're in Canada. They mentioned it. Know. They did. did they? Okay. Yeah, oh, they yeah, mentioned those. Yeah. Okay. There was some kind of passing comment, but they they did mention it. Interesting. It's always Canada. Always Canada. That's always why Rachel Canada. wanted me to watch it. I was like, this is the culture of your people. <laughs> Don't reject the culture God damn of it your again. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as to keep things moving along, I have the timestamp, Justin. I'll send it to you. Okay. But uh, what else have you been doing besides Yellow Jackets? 
Um, I have been kind of in like uh for that Nintendo site that I write for, I've been yeah. kind of in like a review crunch. Uh, I've been basically doing two reviews a week. Did uh, they give you Majora's Mask? I saw that it's out or it's coming out. It's coming out in February. February, okay. Um. Oh yeah. No, I I told I it was when I started doing the sixty four stuff. I was like, yeah, if this comes out, I have to do this because <laughs> it so is my cool. favorite Legend of Zelda game. So, same, same. Um. But yeah, no, I've just honestly been like doing a bunch of reviews and cool. work's been crazy. Watched a bunch of uh, AGDQ this year, which was nice. I used to uh, watch that all the time, dude. There, I so ever since we have played through the Dark Souls game, I make sure to watch all of the Dark Souls ones. Uh huh. <laughs> Fuck, it makes me feel so bad about myself. Oh, dude, Justin, <laughs> I, all the time I watch this on YouTube, like the challenge runs and stuff. Like yeah. people beating the game without ever leveling up and just using the broken sword. It's like crazy stuff like that, and it's just like, like it's just I found a peace with it because it's like I just know. Oh yeah, like I, I'll I'm never okay be with that. it. No, I, I will, I will never be you. Like that's that's fine. But yeah, uh, other than that, uh, I honestly haven't been doing much that I can think of other than playing a bunch of Faz. Oh, Faz. Which we're going to play tomorrow during the day for the first Cannot time. Wait. Well, for me for the day. And in when the day. are we doing the marathon for your uh, for your Twitch charity stream? That's um, I am still trying to figure that out. Okay. All right. Just let that me know because prob- I'm going to block out some quality time. So it, it'll probably be like in the middle of the year sometime. Oh, so okay. Have, yeah, it's like. You have like all year to do it, but I'm I'll probably do it during the like the summer sometime. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, cannot wait. It's gonna be fun. Someday, Larry. Someday you'll join us. In the... One day. Well, maybe by speaking summer, of Larry cults. Can, yeah, join the cult of Fez. Come on. Yes. Well, now so, that we're on professional and it's like a much more action-packed game, I think Larry, the time has come. Oh yeah, you will be. <laughs> it's it's nonstop now. So. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. What about what about you, Rachel? What have you been doing? Um, okay, so what have I been doing? Well, obviously, well, I've been watching and telling everybody else to watch Yellow Jackets, but we already covered that. Um, but I took a suggestion from you guys, and I checked out Peacemaker. I wasn't totally sure how I was going to feel about it. He was, let's just say, not my favorite part of Suicide Squad. So Craziness. I was a little... What? What's that? I love John Cena. That's all I'm saying. I do, too. I love John Cena as well. I, I, I did will not say care I, for I'm, the character of Peacemaker in the movie. I, I have only line. watched the first episode. Okay. I will not spoil anything. Oh, you okay. have? What? That's all you've watched so far? Yeah, dude. I haven't had time. I, I've been watching <laughs> fucking two hours of Yellow Jackets every night to try and get caught up. I mean, these the pri- your priorities are correct. But now, because you have gone through something kind of grueling, you need the delicious dessert of Yellow of, uh, Well, So the, the first night I, I did, that's what I did. I watched the first two episodes of Yellow Jacket and was like, okay, I'm kind of bummed out. I got to brighten my night up. So yeah. I watched the first episode of Peacemaker. Well, it continues to be delightful, and okay. there is something that happens to my favorite Firehouse song in the third episode, mm-hmm, and that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, when he pulled that Firehouse record out, I was like, finally, put, <laughs> put some respect on this. If he plays Don't Treat Me Bad, I'm going to scream, and then immediately he put it on. I was like, yes! Um, and there's a reveal in that episode that's pretty James amazing. Gunn just kills the music choices in his everything he does. Like, like the only other person who does that to that level is like Quentin Tarantino or maybe Scorsese. It's just, mm-hmm. I love it. Yes, I'm very into this, like... Or, this, uh, I guess, Karen 80s. Kuzma did a good job in um, Yellow Jacks. We were talking about it. I thought, also thought she did a great job of, like, hitting the right notes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The music in Yellow Jacks is incredible. I've been listening to the soundtrack nonstop. <laughs> 
Um, sorry, I thought I heard the doorbell. At some point, we're gonna have to pause, you guys, because Randy has a weed delivery arriving soon. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try to give you a heads up. When... No worries. Are you no sure worries. you're not hearing someone at the door? Am I crazy? Okay. All right. Am I okay Anyways. to keep this in, or do you want me to take it in? <laughs> I mean, it's legal in California. You care if the internet finds out that you enjoy marijuana? <laughs> he said, no, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so I'll good. let you decide. It's not um, legal here. Oh, it's less work for me to cut it out. So oh, okay. Well, in that case, cut it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there, there's some really, really great stuff. There's, oh my God, there is a whole exchange about Louis C.K. Oh, that, that was so amazing. good. Amazing. That was it's so amazing. good. I was like, this is this is how you punch up. This is how you punch up. Like he's taking these things that like tr- characters, tropes, various things that like put me on, like like immediately on edge. Because I'm like, where are we going with this? What are you saying? That's about where this? I was at too. I was like, where is uh-huh. this about to go? And then it just keeps going and going and going. And like <laughs> he consistently punches up in a way that I'm like. Anytime somebody tells you you can't be edgy in your humor, you can't go, like, dark places or, like, you know, gruesome or, like, uh, very adult places and, like, your humor is going to be neutered by that if you can't, if you have to be quote-unquote PC. No, you don't. You just need to know where the target is and the target is up. Like, James Gunn is a master of punching up. Yeah, and John Cena's delivery of that was just fantastic it was it, I, when, when it started i immediately went oh shit same i was like mm, 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 careful now careful now <laughs> and then i was like this is i should have just trusted the process it was yeah fun. i know that, that's how i felt too because like it was it was good it was mm-hmm. very impressive yep you're gonna have a good time justin i'm yeah, sorry okay. it's not in canada so it is not the culture of your people but i think you'll that's still okay. enjoy it yeah there was like this weird flag thing that i saw it looked kind of looked like an american flag i think that's what it is but i don't know i'll figure <laughs> it out eventually we, we don't get those around here so i don't know I'll, i'm sure it'll make sense eventually. there's not right? a single plant on it what kind of <laughs> what kind of flag is that <laughs> is there any poutine that might bridge the gap oh man that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, so I did that. I also have, I obviously still working, and I just want to take a minute to thank Larry. He totally saved my bacon this week. Um, I had no, to it was write not this. me. It was it was uh, um, you. You totally stepped in and made that happen. So that w- it was okay. you too. <laughs> I had a really like deep science article to write, and I was like, my the editor in chief plus was like hey can you write this article it's like 400 words it's really easy you just take this press release and like you know interpret it i was like sure i do this all the time right then i get the press release and i'm like holy fucking peach, it was intense required batman what the hell i don't know what any of these words are like i didn't even know where to start googling and i was just like <laughs> larry help and like larry made it happen he like at 6 30 in the morning i was on the phone with a scientist <laughs> who like has you know some expertise in that specific field well justin he... knows him you know you remember steven aldrich he, he helped us play beat dark souls helped me beat dark souls 3 the three of us did it remember yeah 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 soul ascender it was steven steven came on and uh explained the article to rachel he does a lot of CRISPR work in our own lab mm-hmm. and i also just really find that he's a very good um He's very talented at explaining really high-level concepts in a way yes. that, like, makes you not only understand, but, like, feel like you came along for the ride, not like someone was talking down to you. He's very, no. very good at that. No, he was great. He, like, gave me metaphors that I not only understood, but I stole <laughs> and used in my article. 
So like, thank you, thank you, thank you to you both. Like seriously, like total life saving. I got a compliment from like multiple like high level people at the publication, which is not a thing that happens. Like I'm not someone that requires a lot of compliments, so it doesn't bother me that it's not a thing that happens. But so when it does, but when it does, you're like, holy shit. Well, awesome. I didn't realize they were were higher up. That's awesome, Rachel. Yeah. Well, one of them was the editor in chief plus, and the other one is like that, like the person who is in charge of all of the print publications. Like he's like the creative director of the print publication. So like. It was really nice. It was just really nice. And great. and I just That's really great. appreciate it. Your help. I know I thank you a thousand times and I'll I'll stop. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. No problem. What, so what it's on to me there? then, right? Yeah. yeah what, what have you been up to? Oh, well, and I've been reading uh, Hellbound Heart in preparation for a very special upcoming <laughs> oh, man. podcast. Oh, man. oh, that reminds me, Larry. Uh, something we talked about, I will send to you tomorrow. Yes, that's fine. I will probably okay. do it on Sunday uh, when I'm editing uh, the Rock episode. Perfect. All right. So I took a week vacation in a way, I guess. Uh, we got COVID in, in the, the house here. Um we're both fine now. It sucks, man. Uh, it was <laughs> it was not say. it was not fun. Um, honestly, until yesterday, I was still like dealing with like the cough. When Rachel and I recorded on Tuesday, I was still dealing with the cough, and like the longer like I had talked, especially then, like the worse the cough got. Yeah. But the cough is gone, really. Um, I have a little bit of phlegminess, but I also have allergies, and so it like, could just even just be that, like from the cats or whatever. But, yeah, all I can say is, is, like, I would have hated to have faced that without, like, vaccine in my system. Couldn't imagine taking on Delta without any kind of frontline defense. Um, it is probably the sickest I've ever been in regards oh, to, like, a, like a flu or whatever, right? Um, it sucked. It It really sucked. And... I'm just appreciative that you guys were understanding, gave me some time to kind of bounce back. So during that time, um, my school started last week, so I'm getting started on that. I have an exam and an assignment due this week, so I'm submitting that and working on that tomorrow morning when I wake up. Uh, video game-wise, I am finishing up Pokemon Brilliant Diamond so that I can be ready for uh, RCS when it comes out here next week, I think, right? Yeah, next Friday. Yeah, I'm pretty... But are there Nick Cage Pokemon in it? That's what I need to know. Oh, I was going to talk about that when I talk about The Rock. So we watched The oh, Rock. Okay. And for Christmas, um, Justin and Rachel... Uh, no, not Justin. Well, Justin... You offered an assist. You came through with some info. Justin did a very good job of like asking me my favorite Pokemon, which is the Nidik- which is Nidoking and his line. Um, and I get a Christmas present from Rachel <laughs> and I open it up and there's these three canvas hand-drawn <laughs> paintings of the Nidoking line. So Nidoran, uh, Nidorino, and Nidoking and their faces, they look like the, the Mons, but their faces are the cage memes faces and they are awesome. They immediately went on the wall. Yeah. Um, we, had, we had a couple over for uh, new years and they loved them and I, oh. I love them so much. If I ever become a big boy and get my own office, I will be hanging them in my office because yes! they are—they're just amazing, and I really, really appreciate it. Oh, I'm so glad. And I'm then, so yeah, like I mentioned a little bit like we reviewed The Rock, starring Nick Cage, on the mm-hmm. Nick Cage show for my birthday special. So that'll be coming out sometime this month too. 
Um, Destiny, as always. I've got a couple more titles under my belt. I actually only have one more raid title left, which I'm pretty proud about. Um, I'll have that wrapped up. And then Witch Queen comes out here soon. Um, at the end of the episode, we'll talk about the Bloodborne journey and when that's going to be coming to its end for for one of us. Mm-hmm. One of us has already uh, wrapped that adventure up. <laughs> yeah, that person uh, a machine that just like chews up video games. L- listen, all out. right, okay, all right, listen, listen. <laughs> I have limited time. I need to, you know, I need to play it when I can play it. Oh man. Um. Oh, I, to... I will say. Yeah, we are because we are about to enter like a video game black hole oh, in yeah. fra- in February. Holy it is going shit. to be nuts because there is Dying Light two. There's well, like Larry mentioned, Pokemon. There's Witch Elden Queen. Ring. There's Witch Queen. Uh, those all come out in February. I uh, Sifu's coming out. If you're interested in that, I am. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, February is going to be... I was just shocked when the Sony review came in because I I knew that Destiny was like... pretty much the only game I play anymore. Yeah. But to see that I almost hit 500 hours into that game last year... (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of hours. (laughs) I think I put like 600 hours hours in, in total of everything last year. Yeah, so... Yeah, I love it. Especially like, especially with like kind of the people I've been playing with and doing like the higher level like end content, it's it's fun. Um, uh, 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 I'm I'm gonna interrupt you again. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, so Horizon Forbidden West also comes out next month, but <gasps> most importantly, I think specifically for the people on this podcast, Evil Dead is supposed to come out next month. Oh, I forgot snap. all about that. Me too. So we are going to have to figure something out. <laughs> I totally just like aliens, right? Everything about we that. need to finish freaking aliens. Can we please? Yeah, I, 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 I am. I, we're so close to the end. Are we really? I think there's only like six. If we're at the close to the end, we should we should prioritize that so we can uh-huh. like let's knock it out, y'all. Get an episode review out of it. I bet you if we just picked one day and like we got caffeinated, we had snacks on the ready and mute buttons. We could knock that game out on like one day hey, together. Hey, Rachel, you know I come with the you new buttons do. and snacks. I do. I do. I can't have snacks anymore. Yes, what? you can. No, I no, I can't. Oh my god, you guys got just that. choose your snacks. No, Ray, Rachel, what he's saying is we Wisely. need to snack for him. Yes, you need snack to for live two. I carry. I have been watching Man versus Food as a way to like commiserate myself. Oh, Larry. Okay, so um, I was gonna say. TV show wise, I watched season two of Cheer. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> Justin, did you watch Cheer at all? I don't know what that is. Everybody keeps oh. bringing it up like I shouldn't know what it is. What oh, is it? It's, it's a roller coaster. So it's, it's a TV show. It's made from the people who made the television show Last Chance You. Last Chance You followed uh, junior college football players, um, okay. and there's a lot of stigmatism and a lot of things that go along with JUCO football players. Um, which was very interesting. So when that show ended, um, his next project was this, and I know nothing about cheerleading or, or competitive cheerleading or anything. So I was very intrigued to kind of see what this next one was going to be like. Um, and it came out right during the pandemic too. So it was a really right. It came out twenty twenty, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was filmed before that, but it came out like during the pandemic times. Um, 
and man, it just like it was just like a really feel good in the end. Um, oh yeah. Same, same same kind of vibe as Last Chance You, like dealing with like kids and dealing with like the pressures of school and everything. Um, one of the breakout and maybe the most breakout mm-hmm. cheerleaders is I'm not going to say his name. He doesn't deserve it. Having said, um, it came out that he uh, was sexually assaulting young boys. Using his oh, position and power when in the When I tell you, Justin, the degree to which you fall in love with this person in the first season. Like, he's why, practically why you watch it. Yeah. Okay. Because he has a really interesting journey, and his story is very intriguing and stuff. But I think it's like, I, I was very surprised because I'm kind of a denizen of the internet, and I had heard nothing about this. Mm-hmm. And the season two opens up with it. Like, with that break, with, with that news. I mean, they couldn't not. Yeah, well, well, I mean? well, so I'm saying I didn't know. <laughs> like, yeah. like that, that's all I meant is like, I just had no idea. So that when it happened, I was like, "What?" Felt like a sucker punch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I, I watched that. Um, Yellow Jackets, Peacemaker, obviously, like what we got to talk about. What else? Um. I think that's really it. You were going to talk about your fitness journey? Oh, yeah. I, uh, and I started The Circle Season 2, which is my guilty pleasure show. If you guys haven't Wait. seen that before. What is it? The Circle. What? Oh, is that the one where they're like in like they're, they're <laughs> yeah. an apartment building? Yeah. Oh, I totally watched the first season of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just started Season 2, and it is uh, it's great. Spoiler alert. I'm a catfish. Yeah. I, would, I, I think kidding. I would be, too. I think I would be, too. <laughs> Right. I don't know. I, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I was concurring. Yeah. I was verbal I, nodding. Just, basically, Justin, it's like a social media game, and these people are all stuck inside a hotel, and they're like, and their only interaction oh, are through okay. their profiles. Yes, yes. I, I have. I think I saw like one episode of yeah. it, maybe. And I, I threw it on, thinking it was gonna be stupid, and like it is stupid in a lot of ways, but it's just, it's just addicting to watch. It's compelling, stupid. Yeah, it's just like. And, like, the episode structure is, like, very different than most reality TV shows or competitions. Like, it doesn't end, like, it doesn't have, like, the format of, like, Survivor where you know exactly how the episode's going to go. It's, like, a lot of twists and turns and stuff. And it's just very, I find it very interesting that some of these people, when you first see them, you're like, well, you're a douchebag. I do not care about you. And, like, by episode, like, three, you're like, okay, I'm invested in you now. Mm-hmm. I think so. I know who you're talking about. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, is he a bro I like? How is this possible? <laughs> okay, so yes, uh, fitness journey. So um, I think I talked about it already on here, but my wife had told me if I was able to get a six-pack by August when I graduate from my MBA program, then mm-hmm. she gives me her blessing to build a PC with no limits. Like, just literally build the, the dream PC. Um, I was doing okay on it, and I was, like, kind of just doing my own thing. And then when I got sick, uh, it, one highlighted something that realized like if, if i was a little bit healthier maybe this wouldn't have sucked so much because like Devin did not get as fucked up as i did um then also i have a good friend uh his name is roman and he has a um 
he's a professional bodybuilder himself, but he also trains people. And so I reached out to him and asked if he would take me on as a client. And he said yes, but he said, if you're going to do this, you're going to listen to me and not fight me because he's been my friend for a very long time and he kind of knows me and my whining. <laughs> and so like I'm on like a legit like training regimen with like meals so like when i work out i have how many do we have here six meals a day yeesh yeah and it's like like for dinner i had five ounces of 96.4 ground beef which is like cardboard three ounces of green beans and some mct oil on top of it for like healthy fats it's like all broken down and stuff it's it's very it's I mean, he's got certification and stuff, so it's like a very scientifically approached method. But it's, it's I'm eating so much food. Like I'm starting my day off with a cup of fucking eggs, egg whites. I mean, it's so much food. Like I just feel like I'm. But it's like, I was telling my friend at work, like, I'm the kind of guy if I'm hungry, I can go to McDonald's and get like a double quarter pounder with cheese, two McChickens, the large fry, the Coke, twenty piece McNuggets, and then like. As I'm home and I'm finishing up, like, I probably should have gotten that McFlurry because that would have been good, too. <laughs> it sounds like you're yeah. living the yeah. dream. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, but, 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 but now it's just, like, I'm eating these, like, really healthy, well-balanced food. I am just so full. Always. And it's just a very, it's very I mean, six egg whites. <laughs> it's a lot of food. It's so, it's eight fluid ounces, which is a cup. So you pour it out and it's... It's just so much egg. <laughs> so much yeah. egg. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the kid's gotten people trophies, you know, and he's got trophies of his own. So I I trust people who can get it done. So we'll see how this goes. I just want to play fast with you guys. You guys have made me feel so bad that I'm doing this for you. For the two of you and Randy. Oh, don't this try is, to blame I, it on us. Like, yeah. Come on. I feel very conflicted about this because the end result benefits me because it means you're going to play fast with me. But I'm also just like, you know, it's okay to just happen. Your body how it is, right? Like, it's okay. Like, yes. All bodies are beautiful. Like, I know. Okay. I know. I, it, yes, I know. But it also, that being said, body autonomy is huge, right? Like, so if this is what you want to do with your body, then do it. Yeah, but... it's just hard because, like, I look back at pictures when I was at West Point and, like, I was in, like, pretty solid shape. And then I look at myself now and it's like... But you... It's hard. You know, like, you're never going to look as good. Like, we're all, this, everything is entropy, right? Like, we're all just spinning further and further. Oh, no, I'm going to fight that. El- I'm, 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 I'm fighting to that dying light, Rachel. I'm fighting. I'm going to fight it. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, if I look at pictures of myself from high school, I'm going to cut my throat, too. But, like, I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm turning 31. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, actively dying. Like, I want to, like, I mean, look good as I do alert, it. Like, life is 100% <laughs> fatal. Like, we're all actively dying. And you know what? That is, like, almost the perfect segue yes. to get into this review. I'm so professional. That was so good, Rachel. Justin... <laughs> Let's play some fancy music and let's review Until Dawn.
So two things. One, Rachel, what a segue. Just was, Yeah, that was fantastic. It was just so good. I'm still sitting here. I wanted to say it during the music, but like I know that would cost us in the time. Oh, to whatever. Edit. It doesn't cost. So, so I, I always I had to mute wait. that section anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have one last thing to tell the two of you. I think Rachel knows already, but I do. Um, Justin. Oh, yeah. I do. I do. I do. I do. You, you, you know that long ago, we came very, very close to having some really cool guests on the podcast, right? Yes. Yes. Though the two? The Boulet. Yes. So their season four tour is coming through Columbus. Devin and I are not only going to it. We upgraded to the VIP package, and we get to do a meet and greet with the whole cast, and then and get our pictures taken with people. Oh my amazing. god, that's amazing! Sigourney Beaver. I'm very excited. Hey, of this season, I only followed three people. Sigourney, I was already following Saint. I unfollowed her during the season. It's not perfect. Perfect spoilers, and then yeah. Dolly. Oh no, Hoso, huh? Ooh. Sorry no. about it, Hoso. Sorry, Hoso. Yeah, <laughs> I got, I got feelings. No, Mary Cherry. <laughs> I no think Mary Cherry would be a lot more fun if she wasn't amongst the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would true. go see her perform. I would see any of them perform. To be yes. fair, like any of them, I would love to see. But yeah, uh, but yeah, we're going to see that it's in May, and I'm really excited about it. Oh, nice! You're gonna bring like. Uh... A card for the show, or are you gonna tell them, "Hey, you want to come on the show?" I don't know. I, I might see if their publicist is there and be like, "Remember me? You stood me up." Mm. Well, don't don't be bad about it. Oh. <laughs> don't do that. Don't. I mean, yeah. please don't do that. No, I would, I would never show. do. I want to be starstruck. No, I am. I am so excited. Uh, yeah, I'm so, so excited. That's for awesome. You. Yeah, furthering that up. Okay, so is this your first live drag show? Uh, <laughs> Rachel, I have been to one drag show. Okay. It was an accident. Okay. I was going Happy to my accident. normal bar in college uh-huh. to uh, go play pool. And okay. I was already kind of tipsy as I got there, as you do in college. Uh, and I walked in and rapidly realized it was not an open pool night. Um, oh. And it was... And you were in college, so you are probably not in a place of, of drag yet. No, no, not no, no, not at all. But I stayed. I had a good time. I watched it. Like, I ended up... Oh, okay. I, find, I found my friend Jamel. He was there already. Um, and so I was like, kind of sat at his table and hung out with him and it was a good time. I do have a question though for you and, okay. um, we can keep it in because I'm, I'm not embarrassed by it. Devin thinks it's an embarrassing question, but I think, I, I think it's fair on a lot of the videos that the Queens and stuff post online. They like, people are like giving ones or putting like throwing ones out. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I'm not going to. Oh, absolutely. And you should have okay. money to tip. Okay, because I mean, that's like, it's where not they a... get most their they get most of their money. Although on a tour, it might be a little bit different, but most drag queens they they the gig is twenty dollars. All the money they make is from tips. Okay, because Devin's like it's not a strip club. I'm pretty no, no, sure no. I've seen videos where they do that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. She's like, you have to confirm this. <laughs> confirming one million percent. That's okay. true. Like when I when I saw uh, like sometimes, and this might be true there as well. There's probably going to be somebody in the audience like before it starts converting money into like taking credit cards and converting whatever cash you have into ones because oh, cool. you are encouraged to tip. They'll probably depending on what the venue is like. If it's a smaller venue, they'll probably work the crowd. 
but yeah, you should absolutely tip. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, Although I'm... I don't, I don't know what the venue is. I guess maybe that, like, is it a big theater um, or is it more of a I've bar I've been setting? there one time. I saw uh, Stone Sour there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's indoors, obviously. Um, right. It's like, it, it, it's smaller. I mean, it, compared to other venues, it, it's smaller. It's not the smallest I've ever been to, but okay. it's definitely smaller. Because I've seen some drag shows that are literally like in theaters, like the Fox Theater, and in Ooh. those cases, you would not you would not tip because you don't yeah. actually have access to the queens. But if it's one where you're up against the stage and you're not like seated in like assigned seating, and they're they're going to be working the crowd, I would, at the very least, have someone's with you and follow the lead. But you'll be bummed if you don't have ones because they won't come over and interact if you don't. They don't come over for no tips. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't expect anybody to work for free. That's okay. Right. Right, but yeah, absolutely. That's like not insulting at all. That okay. is what drag queens work for: is tips. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, Justin, I know that you prepared the background on this. Um, before we talk about that, we already mentioned that Rachel hadn't beaten it before, and we had already played it. Um, yeah, we reviewed an Until Dawn spinoff, right? Uh, yeah, man. Well, it's not Until Dawn spinoff, but it's like they tried to like conceptualize this out into like an anthology. And there was one that came after it, right? We didn't we didn't play the witchy one. Yeah, that's actually so. I've actually been playing that. That's something I forgot to bring up. I've been playing that <laughs> so bad. It is oh, so no. bad. Oh no! I'm so we talked like, about playing it, but Madon was such a. a uh, so I have heard um, that the one that follows little hope which is the witch one uh-huh. uh house of ashes is very good that's the one i've heard was good yeah yeah is that's that already the out? one i've heard is like yeah oh yeah yeah just how, actually... how long ago did we do man of madon <laughs> it was a long time ago yeah last year would have been yeah. last year no, i was in utah no it had to be at least two years ago yeah no it was a long oh, time was... ago yeah it was like right after i had just started like listening to the show oh wow oh, damn yeah so Oof. a while ago yeah wow Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, a little hope is, is bad. Don't don't play it like you skip it. Um, again, apparently House of Ashes is very good. I'm I am gonna go play that when I'm done. All right, you have to let us know. Yeah, yeah. I really want to know because I I like this style of game. So yeah, yeah me too. Mm. I forgot how much I enjoyed it until mm-hmm. this, but you know we'll get into that. <laughs> I heard that, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Floor is yours, Jay. Fill us in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. So uh, Until Dawn is a 2015 interactive drama horror game uh, developed by Supermassive Games. Uh, It's published exclusively or it's published by Sony and it's exclusively on the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Now, obviously, um, the game was originally planned as a first person game for the PS3's motion motion controller. Uh, the motion controls were then dropped when it became a PS4 game. Mm. And uh, to weirdly enough, uh, to ensure the game was scary, the team used gal- galvanic skin response, oh. which is, I'm looking it up right now, is the property of the human body that causes continuous variation in the electrical characteristics of the skin. Uh, to, uh, anyways, they use that to test the <laughs> measure, to test... <laughs> <laughs> they use that to measure the playtesters fear levels when playing the game uh it was until dawn was announced to, uh, at gamescom 2012 and it was eventually released in august of 2015 um although 
until Dawn received very little marketing effort on Sony's behalf. Uh, Weird. Its sales actually uh, surpassed expectations. Uh, it, it did end up selling. The last numbers I could find was from 2017, and it was 1.9 million. So I'm sure it's a, a little, you know, maybe not a little bit more, but more than that. Um, yeah, it was nominated for a bunch of year-end accolades, uh, and they actually followed up. A supermassive followed up until dawn with a VR spinoff uh, until dawn the real shooter blood yeah uh and a prequel called the inpatient mm. which i i have not played um <laughs> i was actually thinking this would be a killer game in in vr so i i've played a little bit of rush uh rush of blood um i didn't really like it just because it's like a rail on the rails mm-hmm. kind of like but the the other uh the inpatient it actually, uh, it takes place, where is it here? Sorry. I, uh, at the sanatorium. Ooh. I saw in that In 1952, like okay. after the mine collapse. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. That's interesting because I was thinking about like in the parts where you have to stand still or where you have to spin around and shoot one of the, I guess we're spoiling this so it doesn't matter, the Wendigos. Like that would be super scary in VR. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested in the inpatient, but I think it's I, like so. It's out for the PS4 as well, mm-hmm. uh, but only the PS4. So I, I and I do have a PSVR, but I'm not. I don't know if I'm like super committed to going and playing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, the, the PSVR is just it's it's not as good as the Quest. It's not the Oculus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not the Quest. <laughs> um, honestly, like other than that, there's. There's there's not too much like interesting uh, like development notes about this other other than like I mean we'll get into it when we talk about the audio but like uh, the cast mm-hmm. was like we, for a video game in 2015 was like weirdly very like stacked he, he very yeah. stacked yeah um but yeah I don't know I just, you know yeah that's all I got I didn't really get too much into it yeah. I, I ran out of time. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Last minute research, my boy. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. Like, ooh, these are loading up on the uh, soundboard. Okay, what is this? Okay, mm. yeah, sure. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Sorry, um, I had to sneeze. I needed to cover that up. Uh. Oh, was that like a specific call out to Rachel? Who just, <laughs> you just coughed. Oh, yeah. did you it cough? Ca- I didn't even hear you. No, I, I, oh, okay. I had no, a wicked sneeze. It caught sneeze. me by surprise. Like I was going along fine. <laughs> no, no, I, like I had, I had a cough. wicked sneeze. So I was, okay. Oh, well. Rachel, attacked. it is your yes. turn. Um, you are doing our 60 second summary. I'm assuming oh, you're doing beforehand, it. Beforehand, I, 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 so, sorry to interrupt. I, I just, I feel like we should talk about this quickly, just very touch on it briefly, very beforehand, because yeah. it'll change the summary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who lived and who died in your guys' games? Dude, I came um, so close to having them all live. Yeah, I got I got all but one of them. Uh, uh, Matt. Matt got the hook, but everybody else made it. Are you serious? Yeah. L- Larry, who died in yours? And Everyone but three? <laughs> who, who, who lived? Or who died, sorry. Uh, it's easier to say who lived. Uh, Hayden Penitier lived. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, the jock, the guy in the leather jacket, Mike. 
Or, yeah. Oh, Matt. He, he, Matt. he killed Matt. Or Matt survived. The That's jock. Cool. Matt is not a jock. He's well, he has, like, a letterman. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I'm thinking about Chris. Yeah. Yeah, Matt is It is Chris yeah, the one with the glasses? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Those are my three. Okay. Uh, he killed all the girls except for Sam. Oh, no, wow, no. Dude. I literally wow. made it. Like, everyone was still alive until... And then after Remy Malag got his head squished, everyone started dying on me. Oh, in the house? Um, No, it was the one girl got her mouth ripped open. I went in and explored a sound because I thought it was... Cause I, oh, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you opened it, the yeah. latch for yep. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I, I thought that... Because I had never had Ashley, I think it's her... Or, no, Jess. I never had Jess, Jess. like, be alive before at that oh, point. Oh, really? Really? Oh yeah, I the first time I sur- played this, only two people survived. So I did oh, get better. Oh, the first time I played. Oh, okay. All right. I did get better. Just yeah, not a I lot. made it out with all, but poor Matt. After Matt, I was like, I gotta get serious. I cannot. I was going to ask the you game guys. Changed. Like, we have to do the summary, but I didn't even know if Remy Malik does Remy Malik can he survive? Obviously, he sort can. of. Yes, he can. He can, can he, actually. Can he, su- yep. can he survive? Survive or just yes, he can. Uh, Post credit yep. survive, which is what I got. No, he like survives. Survives. Really? Interesting. Yeah. He can like get it, get out. Yeah. If he if really? he recognizes uh, Hannah. He did. He saw her tattoo, but he still got ta- like dragged away. Can... And then he shows up in the post credit scene. But there's a version where he. Scene. You didn't get a post credit scene. No. Well, I mean, I got, I got well, the interview. Well, he... Okay. Well, there's you should, at the very very end after all the credits, if if. What happened to me, Romy Malik's character, doesn't get his head smushed, I guess. He recognized her, but she still dragged him off. You see him down in the mines again. Uh, like I'm trying to see here. Out. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Justin, we'll save it for plot because I think we're kind okay. of talking. Okay. Uh, Okay, so the the only person who survived for me, because as soon as I as soon as Larry was like, "Oh yeah, they're all living for me," I was like, "Okay, somebody's got to do this." I had a heel turn. I tried. What about in gameplay? But I tried. I uh only one person survived for me and it was by accident. Who was it? Uh Chris. Really? <laughs> yeah, I ax so if you there's a point where he separates from Hayden Pentier and Ashley. Mm-hmm. If you leave him there and go oh, explore the noise, he will die. But I went too far back cuz I was like looking for totems and stuff and okay. he like joined Ashley and then so only Ashley died but he got away. So yeah, he and, was the and, only and survivor. And Hayden character can die. Yeah, she can die. Yeah, because she has survived every time I've played it. Uh, at the end, uh, anytime there's a don't move with her, I literally like was wildly <laughs> throwing my controller around. Oh, Let okay. me tell you, you did not need to wildly. You needed to like breathe on it. Well, that's it what I'm saying. Move. So, did you guys turn off the yes. rumble? Wait, yeah, no, the, we're going. Yeah. We are so out of order. I'm putting a hard pause. <laughs> okay. Sorry, okay. sorry, 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 sorry. I have a stopwatch started up. We got one minute. We can do this. Okay. You ready? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I mean. Like you said, I try to write this in the most neutral way possible because everybody's game is so different, obviously. Uh-huh. So these are v- this is very general. <laughs> okay. Okay. Three, two, one, go. 
The game starts in 2014 when Josh and his twin sisters Hannah and Beth have invited their friends to their winter lodge at Blackwood Mountain. A prank gone wrong leads the sisters dying, presumably. The game picks up a year later while they are all being reunited with another uh, for another weekend together to remember Hannah and Beth, but of course shit goes sideways. They're being stalked by a psycho in a mask and some creature is stalking them in the woods, so they all get so of course they all split up. Mike and Jessica go uh, to a guest cabin to try to get it on, but Jess gets snatched by some creature and dragged out. Kristen and Ashley go ghost hunting and get grabbed by Psycho, who puts them in saw traps. Sam tries to take a bath, but a creeper comes along and chases her through the woods. Matt and Emily get chased by a creature in the woods and fall in the mines. There's a lot going on. Uh, but uh, we, what we come to learn over the course of the game is that the psycho is twist Josh playing a prank to avenge his sisters but the mountain is actually cursed by the spirit of a wendigo and is crawling with miners who went cannibal and turned wendigo also Hannah who didn't die in the fall ate her sister and is a wendigo now too awkward the game ends uh, back at the lodge with a battle between the wendigos when they get in Mike and Sam team up to blow them up killing all the wendigos except for Josh who is down in the mines and has gone cannibal the end that was really good. How'd I do? Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Did I make it? I had to, I, the mute, got, I had to take my phone off. You went over for like three seconds, but you did a good job. Damn it. Yeah. I it's the music, it. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's the, I had yeah, to take it Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I, I looked it up and no, jo- Josh, he can be in the post credit scene. It depends on the Rangers, if the Rangers find him or not. But uh, he, either way, he is uh, a Wendigo. He is. Oh, wait. So in the, he can be in the post credit like doing the interviews no like no matter what he will tur- he will either die getting his head crushed or turn into a wendigo okay so okay so i did get the like quote unquote josh survives yes okay yeah. okay uh, that makes me feel a little better because i was like he did recognize her what the fuck this game <sighs> all right Interesting. okay so let's talk about plot um the first time i played it i was really I, I really liked it. I liked all the twists and turns, all the red herrings, um, these characters, the backstory between them. I, I was very, I, I liked it a lot. How about you guys? Oh, I, I agree. I mean, weirdly enough, I wasn't thinking about how close the first half of this game is to Scream when I was like, hey, we should play <laughs> until dawn. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 still like it uh it, it's again it's very every character is a trope uh yes, yes. in that like weird scream way yeah and but a, i there's think nothing wrong I'm, with that though well no no i no. well so what i'm saying is i think because it's a video game i'm uh-huh. more forgiving mm-hmm. of that because i'm not like oh this is supposed to be real like, you know it's and it's aware of it game. too right it, it's yeah exactly into it but no, I, I I think the like dual no not the dual storyline. Well, there's like a bunch of storylines, but mm-hmm. the like dual story happening in the background is fantastic. Like obviously, you know, with Josh pretending to be the killer, well, being well, the killer but not actually killing anybody. It's more than dual, right? Well, so you have Josh and then the Wendigos, right? I guess I was thinking more all the clue arcs. That you can go. Oh, okay, yeah, like the the sanatoriums sisters, and the yeah, and the sisters and all that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the stranger. Mm-hmm. Oh, the stranger. Yeah, it, it's it's very, like you said, it's 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 self aware of what it is, and yeah. I mm-hmm. think they do a good job of like, kind of making the story around that, like, and throwing up these red herrings. Like the stranger is a huge red herring. Oh, absolutely. For almost the entire game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's and, so great, yeah. Oh, it's it's great, and I I, I don't know. I I think the 
the pace mm -hmm. of the story is actually also really well because by the time you're like when you figure out who the killer is is exactly when the characters figure it out yeah mm -hmm. and the first time and, Mm -hmm. yes the yeah. first time obviously yeah. if you play it yeah. again you're like oh, that you josh you sneaky <laughs> little bastard yeah so uh, you didn't mention this in your your uh, background but this was written by larry fessenden and his writing partner graham resnick and i think it really shows who what have they done uh previously yeah i don't he, know who those this, are he, so larry fessenden is the stranger Oh, like game. he plays the stranger. Okay. Yes, okay. But he, okay. he's, he, I mean, he is like a very established, like horror actor, director, uh, and writer. So he's kind of like, I mean, clearly you haven't come across his work, but he's sort of like an indie horror darling. Like he did Habit, he did The Last Winter, he did Wendigo, the movie. Um, he starred, he was in the opening scene of, um, I can never remember the name of the movie, but there's like the animal mask people that break into the house. You're next. Uh, you're next. He's the guy. Oh that's my god! In the I fucking love your next. I still haven't yes. seen it. Oh, it's oh you my need to watch god! It. Well, well, no, that's I, what I, we should do next week. <laughs> I, I I I I've been saving it because I know Justin really likes it, so I'm waiting to watch it. Do you so. want to do it next week? I no. always want. Come to on, watch it. and then Rachel will join us for uh, your next. No, I we will discuss the, the schedule here soon. Okay. So. At some point, you really need to see your next. Um, he was in Jughead. <laughs> he was in that in Jacob uh, Jacob's Wife this year. He was amazing. In that anyway. Point is, it was written by him. He's someone who is like very much enmeshed in the genre, and I think it really shows in this. And specifically, I think this the game does a really good job of what it sets out to do, which is to be an interactive horror film. And what I love, especially since we're doing it in the Scream series is that it really does feel like it's like the plot and the characters and everything feels extremely lifted from like the late 90s early 2000s mm -hmm. so and it has like all the great things about that and then also all the bad things about that which ultimately like as a package makes it kind of perfect in my opinion okay. how do you feel larry so the i can the first time i played this this is going to plot and how scary to me are kind of interrelated i'm gonna try my best to kind of keep them separate the first time i played this i remember it was like devin and i have been dating for a little while and it was when she moved in with her sister when she started first going back to school before she moved in before we moved in together um and we rented it from a video game from like a family video like a like a movie store you know yeah <laughs> which <laughs> dates this so much because you can't do that anymore hilarious <laughs> yeah. um and i remember we sat down to play it and she was like making fun of me so bad because i was like taking my time so much like when i first started and this the story and the vibe and the character building is all done really well um on this playthrough since i i remembered a lot i remember everything but i remembered a lot i made some decisions like, I had Chris be nicer to Ashley, because in the previous game, I think I had Chris kill Ashley instead of Josh. Damn. Cold-blooded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess, for me, the cool thing about the plot is that I think it does a very, very good job of giving you those red herrings. And I think they even still kind of work, because I was talking to Justin, and I... I had just totally forgot that Josh was, like, the killer. It, it dawned on me eventually, but when it first started happening, I was like, 
wait, what is this? I don't remember this at all. Well, that's why when you were telling me about like, oh yeah, I just did this. I was like, oh fuck, I can't tell him anything in case he doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, and like, and it all came back, and and I think that was really cool. Like, I remember the Wendigos, like, but like the middle section, I had kind of blanked out, and it's a shame because like it's good, like thematically, plot wise, I think they do a really good job. I think anybody who's a fan of, in particular, a slasher genre. But anybody who just like kind of likes those horror beats, I think this does a really good job of hitting them. And I think the payoff at the end is good. Um, I think it's probably a good time now to talk about like the butterfly effect, not so much the system, but how it affects the game. I think that is also very intriguing for plot and it ups the replay value because it makes you want to figure out what the other wing of the butterfly could have been. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and it kind of also tied to that is like, well, see, this kind of leans more towards gameplay. Well, that was like the, the hard part when I was like actually looking at our, our categories, Justin, is like... So I put cinematography slash gameplay, <laughs> like it well, was It's almost me. all the same thing. Like, like yeah. plot, gameplay, audio, how scary is still its own separate thing, but all those things kind of bleed into each other because of the nature of this game. And I didn't feel that way when we reviewed Man at Madonks. I actually went back and kind of looked at that a little bit. And I did not have that same feeling. Like, But for this, though, like, this is a really well-designed game for what it was trying for, like, the – what's the word I'm looking for, Justin? For the – it knew what it was trying to do, and I think it really nailed it on a lot of different categories. Yo, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. This, this was actually one of their... Because I'm trying to think, see here. I'm looking at Supermassive right now. They had a few, like, they did some DLCs. And... Um, oh, they had, like, a Doctor Who game. But this was, like, their first, like, big, big game. And I... I, I, I it, it, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because it hit so well, and then, obviously, they got almost it feels like they almost got turned into okay this is what we have to make because this is what worked for us yeah because i was and i specifically for this one i was going to say a con i do have for the plot is that i feel like the wendigo turn is very hmm i feel like we don't get enough time with it but when it happens well, it's all kind of like when we start to maybe think that, okay, there's something else going on here. It's all basically when Mike is in the sanatorium and it's all kind of like, okay, you you have to get all this information from when you're when – because you, Mike is the only one who goes into the sanitarium. Yeah. So basically, okay, here's all this lore for the Wendigo. You have to get it. It, it – Basically, if you miss any of those like extra lore pickups when your first playthrough through the sanatorium, uh, you're going to be missing a lot. Yeah, which I, I think does add to you know it, it could be considered a con for the plot, right? Because a, a lot of the section, like a lot of the the background and lore is just that it's like background, like collectibles. It's not. Yeah, which is why it's just, just told to you. That's why it's so interesting because it bleeds into gameplay because that's something that makes the gameplay a little bit better. But for plot, like since it is all buried in that flavor text and those like discoveries 
you can miss a whole lot. And like when it when the game turns to the Wendigo, I feel like it turns hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I agree. I mean, I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. I did too. I, I agree. It is like it, it, it's going hard into well see that's that's kind of the hard thing with like the the, the split <laughs> no i don't want to say timelines but basically yeah. like the the dual storytelling right is because for half of these characters there's only a serial killer there isn't the wendigos aren't a thing until very later on where if they I survive feel like yeah with, with matt and emily mm-hmm. is that her name yep um for them the wendigo was a thing I mean, even Mike and Mike and Mike and Jessica and Matt and Emily—they're the Wendigos. They're they are the Wendigos. Jess side more so than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's Poor gone Jess. for like ninety percent of the game. But I mean, again, it's it's. I find it interesting that they did it because because they did that. You don't question why you're not playing Josh as well, mm-hmm. because he is not the only character that you haven't seen for a while or like played as for a while so i think it, it, it goes i don't know i i really like this game <laughs> yeah. I, like especially from a plot plot point because it's you always hear about like oh yeah let's you know people want to take movies and make them into games and vice versa and it hardly ever really works out yeah mm-hmm. but i think that this is like this is that perfect meeting ground because well, you don't need to make this into a movie or a TV show or anything because no. it it basically already is that. Mm-hmm. E- even how each chapter starts and it goes, you know, the yeah. last time on Until Dawn. I which... love that, like, sort of episodic framing. And I love the stuff with the analyst so much. Ooh, oh, Peter Stormare can that's do a anything. for me, yeah. actually. Really? really? I loved, I mean, I love Peter Stormare so oh, much. Oh, I do too. And, <laughs> I do too. And so when it cut to him, I and once we get the reveal of what's happening and the way that the room is degrading is like speaking to the mental um, health of the person, like, uh, when you find out that Josh is sort of the person that's in the analyst's office, I think it's an interesting, like it adds these elements of, of horror throughout it early on when we're still like building up to like the big horror moments at the end of the game yeah and then it's mysterious and one of the things that i love so much about this 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 game the plot of this game is the way that it 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 really does lean into mystery and i wondered how you would do with something like this where like it does not necessarily reward you for rushing through like it you can't rush through really right you have well i mean you also you miss big huge chunks if you don't investigate like yeah one of the gameplay mechanics that turns into plot is investigation and i but but they do it so well because it's not like oh hey here's this Uh, don't ask why it's there like they they place these in like you know when you first get to the cabin for example yeah there's pictures of the family around there's there's all these things that make sense why they're there when you go to the sanatorium it's the same thing right they, they, yeah they add these collectibles in that i mean yes they're collectibles and they're shiny but they're but, rewarding in a way that a lot of times collectibles well, are they're not. rewarding and they make yeah. sense mm-hmm. why they are where they are like contextually i see what you're saying. yeah absolutely, but I, I mean yeah. it's the same thing with the totems like they're when it behooves you to collect them, not just because it gives you insight potentially to help serve your character survive, but it has that additional sort of, I guess we're getting into gameplay, but it's part of the plot too, where it like gives you that, you know, 
you get bits and pieces of that backstory and the way that those are distributed kind of also have all these really interesting misdirects in it um yeah really yeah the integration of those two things is really cool in this and as someone that loves the investigating and like is a little bit of a hoarder with collectibles this was kind oh you of two like a... investigating games <laughs> well we all right know. Have, have, have you, <laughs> have you right. heard of dabble Overdin? we'll dabble <laughs> oh right, Oprah did. Oh, I, thought, I thought this was a faz. I thought you were shading no, our faz. No, I was. But you know what? Now, no, but you know what? Now, now that he he brings it up, I understand why we like faz so much. Yeah, right? I, I didn't realize it either until you said it. I was born about Oprah Din, but yeah, there you go. I mean, also, I mean, here's the thing: is there's some shared DNA between this and Oprah Din for sure. Oh yeah. So, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, damn. All right. So for plot, because we're, we're, we're bleeding all over the place, I think we're going to go back and forth to a lot of these categories, probably until we get to how scary. So for plot, I'll be honest, I did not like, the, the first time I liked the interviewing stuff, this time it didn't do it for me, but overall, I feel like this is a really fun story. I love the red herrings. I gave it an eight. Justin. So uh, for me, actually, I found myself this time enjoying those more okay. because I would make decisions in there. And then obviously I had my heel turn where I was like, no, I'm going to kill everybody. Yes. When I failed, <laughs> he fucking, he called me on it. The, the Peter Stormare called me on that shit. The next time I went into really? the room, he was like, well, you said this, but you weren't acting that way. Oh, I like so it. So that to, that to me was like, Oh shit. Okay. Like these actually are considered when, when he's asking them, um, I actually gave it a nine. <laughs> okay. And Rachel, so I didn't talk about the things that didn't work for me. So, but briefly, I would Go say yeah, I was sorry. a little disappointed that the killer was not real. Okay. Because he, he, of the two plot lines, it was I found that one to be the scarier one. And I agree. I wish we had yeah. had more time with the psycho. I feel like we didn't. They didn't fully take advantage of that plot line. Whereas I could have spent some more time being stalked by him and trying to outrun him and fighting him because. I don't know. That was scarier to me. I liked that part of the game a little bit better between the two of them. The other thing that kind of bothers me is that it's, and this is a me thing that I always, you know, I can't help myself, but so much of this game is based on Native American lore. There are no Native Americans in this game. There's Native American decoration in some way. I was lodge. going to, uh, for a second, I thought you were about to say there's no Native Americans in Canada, and I was about to, uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, it's half the church. You're no. talking to one. I know. Well, then see, here we go again. But, like, my, my point is, like, that is something that is standing out to me, or that stood out to me, that it was like a case of, like, we like your culture, but we don't want you. Um, there should have at least been, like, even the stranger could have been someone who was Native American. The stranger like, would have made more to... sense if it was one, honestly. I mean, I know that Larry Fessenden himself is obsessed with Wendo Wendigo, so I'm not surprised he wanted to be the Wendigo hunter. He's done two Wendigo movies and re and edited a Wendigo, um, like, anthology, so he is very, very Wendigo obsessed. But I still feel like it's weird that despite the aesthetics and the lore being native american that was uh none to be seen so those are my criticisms that being said overall i really like the plot so i also gave it like i'm gonna give it an eight and a half okay perfect yeah gameplay so slash whatever slash whatever yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> right <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um i hate qtes oh no a lot there are oh, some no. games where they don't bother me. Um, Resident Evil 4, but that's because it's very special. 
if I had not played a game like Man of Madon that tried this very, very same formula um, and did a bad job at it, I think I would have been more frustrated with mm-hmm. the QT mechanics. And I was preparing myself for this because I remember that was like a frustration I have with, with games in general. I can happily say that even when I was sick with COVID and I was playing this, and then when I finished it up last night when I was feeling better, this game's QTE mechanics, they're not forgiving, but they give the player more than adequate time to react to what's happening. How do you guys feel? So I, I, I'll, I'll get this out of the way. Uh, I, I, I do have one uh, con about the QTEs, okay. and that is... Up until I believe chapter seven, if you fail them, there is no like there's no stakes. Really? See, it I didn't start failing anything. them until after chapter seven. <laughs> yeah, so there there is no if you fail them, like say you're climbing something yeah. and you're high up, you just kind of like your person falls down to the bottom and then you just get up and like try oh, to do it again. Really? I fell once and I thought I got lucky. Oh no! I specifically like as soon as I had that heel turn, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I I am during these scenes. I'm literally gonna just put my controller down and see what happens." Uh, I watched people climb up and fall down like six times. I was like, "Okay, so interesting." Oh, which which I will say, um, kind of just a that being said, there should be weight. Up, if you're gonna have them in there, there should be some kind of weight behind it. It should affect. Absolutely. It. I mean, there is when it, when it's like. Okay, so, okay. There is one example where it does matter, and it's how fast you get to Jessica as Mike. If you fail those, she will end up dead. Yeah, that's happened to me the first time, so I was so happy that she was actually alive because, like, I told you, like, I was making, like, bad decisions, like shooting the squirrel, shooting the the bird, kicking the dog, but I wasn't failing any QT. Uh, I I kicked it. Did you end up, did the dog end up surviving? No, it died. It saved me. It survived for me. I was very Chris sad. Chris were the only survivors. <laughs> I was very sad. Dude, um, dude, that honestly, that is one of my cons in this. Like the stress that I experienced with that <laughs> fucking wolf. Like nothing else in my life mattered. It was just like saying. But see, the but wolf. that's like that's like a uh, like a, uh, that's a positive. It, it made yeah, you like feel attached bold. to that, it's right? Like it's it, like it's is it effective? Yes, highly effective. Did I enjoy those moments? No, I did not. <laughs> like the, the first time I failed the like moving thing and I knew the wolf's life was on the line, I was like, I like, I, I threw my controller down. I was like, I can't handle this. This is too stressful. <laughs> but I guess like in terms of effectiveness, yeah, 10 out of 10. See, I only have one like really true con with this mm-hmm. game when it comes to gameplay specifically is. I absolutely cannot stand and I hate how bad moving your character around the map is. It is worse than playing an, like an OG Silent Hill Resident Evil some at times. Like mm. so I, I I agree with that. Yeah. Um yeah. but I think it's so so this is what I've kind of this is the reason why I wanted to play Little Hope. Because I remember in Man of Madonna it was fucking Dude, horrible. Man of Madonna was, characters... was damn near unplayable. Yeah, uh, 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 but in Little Hope, it's better 
And I think for the same reason it's better in Until Dawn is because there are areas where they're a little more open. Yeah. Man of a Dawn was on this like tight ship. That oh was a, my God, you never Justin. really got out I, into the open. God damn. Oh, I remember. I, I remember. <laughs> but, but Until Dawn has these like open areas where you can kind of walk around and it feels a little better. Yes. It's, it's, it's the same. Right. The, uh, That's true. I guess it is more when the world kind of tightens up around you where it gets very frustrating to move. Oh, yeah. Like the sanitarium is like. Yes. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, it, when you put this up against, because uh, I was also thinking of Man of Madon when I was playing this. <laughs> I mean, this is like miles above Man of Madon. I don't know what not happened even between on this. the same fucking hemisphere. No, I and I don't know what happened between this and Man of Madon. I think I to this Cash day grab. I swear to God it's yeah yeah unfortunately yes, um, but no I I other than like the QTEs not really having any like weight behind them. I, I, I had issues with moving around, but not, not too many. I actually experienced, like, a couple of visual bugs when really? I was playing. Were you playing on PS5? The, was, it the, was it the lantern? Oh, the lantern was one of them. <laughs> what happened with the lantern? It was, like, it was a one lantern rave. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, like, it would, like, touch something, and it would just start fucking spinning like crazy. Really? And, like, going oh, all yeah, over the place. Ham. It was, yeah, it was, it yeah. was kind of, I don't know, I... It was, it was funny. The only, yeah, it, when it was really the only bug I found, and it was not like a disruptive one. It was more like, hee So here's the thing is I actually came across an actual bug. Oh, no. Um, at one point in time, the sky turned green. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, weirdly enough, I had the exact same thing happen to me the very first time I played this game in the exact same spot. Wow, weird. so weird. I had no bugs at all. That That is literally the only one. Well, that and the funny. Yeah. To me, the lantern was just like, yeah. I just laughed because I was that like, That would have been fuck? funny, okay. yeah. It happened but, a couple uh, times. Like, basically, if you got too close to a wall with the lantern, it'd be like, ah! <laughs> yeah. It was great. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, it was good. But, and I, I think that this game, like Larry mentioned before, it, it lends itself to replayability really good, which mm-hmm. we never really touch upon. Yeah, but I, I think that it's like a... I mean, it's a very strong point for this game. Well, it ties into because the butterfly effect. Well, and, and after you beat the game, you can go into any chapter you want yeah. and change your decisions, right? Yeah. So. Oh, but the first time you're playing through, that butterfly effect can be very... Like, it's great because it raises the stakes, but it can also be super frustrating. Yeah. I think most of the time, you were you, I felt agency in the decisions I was making, but occasionally when I wouldn't, it was really frustrating. Like... The reason Matt died was so stupid. It was so stupid. Every Is it because you tried to save Emily? Well, I, it was because I tried to save Emily. And basically, if you agree to go with her to the tower, because I looked it up. I was like, why is he dead? Why? What? Yeah. It was so dumb. So I looked it up. And basically, if you agree to go to the tower with her instead of like putting up a resistance, you'll automatically shoot off the flare gun. Yeah. And so you don't have it to protect yourself. Those things are so disconnected. And I get that that's like a butterfly effect in theory thing, but it yeah. feels unfair to me. Whereas oh, other see, things are, where I've made mistakes. Those are the choices I love. The okay. ones that don't like have an effect on you until like you're way past the point of being I was, able to maybe change if it. If I didn't care if my characters died, I would have been like, yeah. oh, well, that's interesting. Well, but I was like really trying to keep them all alive because we had agreed beforehand that that was like how we're going to approach it. Yeah. So I was pissed. I was pissed that I felt like it felt video gamey to me. One of the rare times where like the decisions I was making didn't feel like 
there. Yeah, I, like I'm it didn't with blur you. that line very well. Yeah, no, I, I, I can it's definitely like, see. Yeah, it, it's just like I don't like, and that kind of you know, that's why the stuff bleeds all over top of itself. It's like the plot is unique is the and is the cool, <laughs> and then sometimes when it does these like gameplay mechanics, it just kind of pulls you out of the moment. Or it makes mm-hmm. you go like, well, that's just not fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that mm-hmm. hurts the plot and the gameplay. And I don't know, but but yeah, like I said, I, I I'm kind of with you, Justin. And like especially looking at Man of Madon, it's just when Silent Hill controls better than you, or like OG, like I'm talking about OG Silent Hill and OG Resident Evil, like like it, it should like, controlling a character when your mechanics in this game are so very limited should not be that hard. It just shouldn't be. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Uh, something I, I guess I should bring up here too is, and some of these deaths are brutal. Yeah. I was going to say that for how scary, but we can definitely talk about it here because it plays into the gameplay. Fuck, I only saw dude. one and a half, but it was gnarly. <laughs> so who, who's that? Who's, so how did, oh yeah, Matt, right? Matt got a hook under his chin. Oof. Oh. And like he was like yeah like basically it was like the TCM hook but it was through his j- jawline like Oof. his jaw. Oh, I did not. See I've never that. seen yeah, him no, die I... before. Oof. It's uh, gross. So, uh, uh, Larry, did you shoot Emily? No. Okay. I couldn't do it. I shot Emily. Does he actually shoot? <laughs> her? Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, he fucking shoots her through the eye, and it is brutal. Holy shit! Because she's just like sitting there dead, and everybody's like freaking out, and like. Well, we have to go on, even though our friend is sitting here dead. Holy crap! Yeah. Um, yeah, I was so, going so to. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. No. Oh, I had to. I had to. I. I you I, you I, are I better than me because I just couldn't steer into it. Oh, I, I will say, um, Matt's death at the Wendigo's hand is really brutal. Uh, he gets his face bashed in and is like oh. breathing and like trying to survive. It's. It's gross. Jess's um, death is the one that hurts oh, the, the most. The, the mouth, like yes. getting it like getting her getting jaw it, ripped uh, off, hatcheted up. Yeah, I guess I, yeah. I hate it in Hatchet, and I hated it here. It's <laughs> so fucking mean. I hate. I, I love it in Hatchet. <laughs> it's so that was like that's like one of my favorite parts in that movie. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're watching the movie for, is basically. Oh, I, although you know what, I <laughs> I haven't so, seen yeah. uh, um, Victor Crowley. I haven't seen Crowley. I haven't seen Crowley. The either. fourth one. I haven't seen Crowley either. I, I watched two and three, and I was like, I've done my time. You've seen one though, right? Oh, mm-hmm. multiple times. Okay, okay, multiple okay. You, you said two and three, so I wanted to make sure. No, that no, no, no. Yeah, okay. bet, I, right. the, my purpose, my reason for not going back for Crowley is I had. I feel like I you've seen my time. two and three as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Um, for me, Mike, Mike just got like slashed across the stomach and thrown up against the wall, and he died. And then, uh, oh yeah. Hayden Panettiere got impaled by a Wendigo. Oh shit! Really? That's how she goes out if she dies. Oh yeah, in, in the cabin at the end, I was like, oh shit, she's still alive, and then the end of the game was right here. How can I kill her? <sighs> you just started and shaking your controller. I, it told me to hold, to hold still, and I just dropped my controller on the floor and started moving it around with my feet. <laughs> oh my! It worked. God. She died. <laughs> All right. So for gameplay. I gave it a seven, and the majority of those for me come from just the terrible way your avatar moves on the uh, the screen. Uh, Justin, I gave it a seven and a half. I, I agree; it is a little rough to control, um, and the QTEs didn't have a lot of weight behind them. And Rachel, 
See, my under- I, I thought there were stakes throughout, so like I'm reassessing my opinion of it right now. Like, if none of that QTE no, no, yeah. I'm stressing about yeah. just matters, how? <laughs> where am I? Where am I? Who am I? What is this life? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna just give it an eight. Okay, perfect. Audio. I'll go first, and I'll be real quick. It's great. All the mocap acting is fantastic. The soundtrack is great. Hayden Panettiere is amazing. Rami Malek is amazing. The entire cast is amazing. Um, There's tropey, like Justin had already mentioned, but I'm okay with that in the right setting. Um, like, it doesn't bother me in like Cabin in the Woods, right? Because we, we know what we're doing, and it's kind of a similar thing here. Um, I feel like the Wendigos sound cool. I really have nothing negative to say. I think this is the, hands down, the strongest part of the game. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the soundtrack is amazing. Uh, uh, oh, Death, I think, is the song that I played under the 60-second and the intro uh-huh. topic because I think that's actually amazing. It was, uh, I think it was actually written for Until Dawn. It would not surprise me if that was true. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think uh, that's probably true. And <laughs> what the fuck was that? My stupid dog being an idiot. She's fine. I thought it was a Wendigo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God, who died? I was like, hold still, Larry. Don't move. <laughs> They have T-Rex vision. Don't move. Everyone, she's okay. I don't even know what happened. Sometimes she's she's very fragile. Continue. That fucking scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, th- I think everybody did a fantastic job. Well, I mean, playing their characters. They they are very tropey, but it, again, it works. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think everybody did a fantastic job. Obviously, I didn't like the people who I shouldn't have, you know, you know the people who were maybe meaner to other people. Yeah. They should have been, <laughs> Emily. Mm-hmm. God, God damn the worst. Um, <laughs> she really yeah, was the, the worst. worst. It, yeah. All the way to the credit scene. Like, oh you, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but no, what happens? She's oh, the I have. In the credit yes. scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I I think they all did a fantastic job. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, the dialogue in this is very in keeping with an early slasher, for better or for worse, and I think. It does a good job of establishing their characters and their, like, quote-unquote horror archetypes right away. But also, didn't make me like many of them very much for a while. I think what made me care was that you are in the, like, you take over the characters, right? And so, like, you have to empathize with them because you're in their shoes and you wanted them to survive because you're playing the game. But, like, in and of themselves, with the exception, really, of Hayden Panettiere, I really did not care about or care for any of them except for i guess maybe the stranger but you don't play as him um, well, well they all have like a, a little shittiness to them right well, not yeah. i mean uh, out of yeah go Justin. out of like not even counting the intro they all kind of have they have their faults yeah they the, they are yeah the only thing is is also and this was something i was like struggling with and i get some of this is stylistic because this is a thing that happens in horror movies and teen things in general is like what the fuck age are they supposed to be yeah they look 30 but they're talking about sex in particular like they're 16 mm-hmm. like we're gonna do it we're gonna go have sex oh, damn it i meant to oh man i meant to put on the soundboard like <laughs> hey let's go party like porn stars or whatever it is yeah, <laughs> I, like, it. I like that line though i don't know like, like, again for me like like yes i totally agree that some of like the dialogue is cheesy, but that's yeah. like a slasher trope. Yeah, yeah. And it's I mean, just yeah. done by better actors in this than like your Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> right. I guess 
that's not my favorite thing about slashers. So <laughs> in the same vein, I'm just kind of like, Ooh. but I will say, I think, I think I'm a hidden panty Harry stan. Between this and Kirby, I'm just like very pro her. You now. should be. I, I have not seen well, her in anything I did not. You know, like. everybody keeps forgetting about heroes. And go to the Titans. I didn't really watch heroes. Just watch oh. season one and stop, and then run. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's what I hear. season one is fantastic. Yep, just watch uh, the rest one of it can. That, that's all that's all happened that's it i mean that's the thing is i feel like i missed it and then everyone's just like it gets real bad and i was like well then i guess i'll be good to go then those are hours that i have that you don't haha <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah. yeah 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 i don't know where i was going with this all right My coffee's wearing off so i'm getting stupid audio i gave it a nine and a half i thought it was really good i was i was very very impressed and i do think for me it is the strongest section of the game justin i gave it a nine and a half as well yeah, and Rachel screeches, good stuff. And I mean, um, we got like you got like a, a taste of it while we were recording as I well. Know. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I have PTSD from it because like anytime I hear it, I'm like, ah, freeze. Um, yeah, I'll give it a nine. Okay, cool. How scary? Um. Oh, hey, uh, just a quick update. Don't even in YouTube. Don't Google. Let's party like we're fucking porn stars. <laughs> okay. I can only imagine the some terrible things, get, things you have come across. Some things get by in YouTube, apparently. Okay. okay. So we did were going to ask about... Justin to go first, but we were going to have uh, Rachel. How uh, how scary did you find this game? Uh, pretty dang scary. One thing, did we skip over like visuals, or did we just not care about that? That was in gameplay, technically. Okay. All right, Wait, You mind. can talk about it here. No, I just was going to be like, was anybody else like tripping off of the moats? This thing, it was a moat-heavy game. No? A moat? Like all oh, the like... dust moats? Oh my all gosh, the time? yeah. I felt like it was J.J. Abrams. Oh, I I felt like I was in uh, uh, Last of Us 2. I kept wanting someone to put on their, their gas oh, mask. I was thinking yeah, it would be right. amazing if the twist at the end was that it was some sort of like mountain spore and everything was just a hallucination. Would have been a cool So, uh, do you care about spoilers for Man of Madonna? It's like an X-Files no. episode. It's similar to that. Uh, that is actually the plot of Man of Madonna. Is you're just really? basically tripping on uh, whatever was in the air. Yeah, and we, do you and think we maybe this is a universe thing? It's just like super dusty everywhere. Yeah. No, I mean like they're they're you're supposed to put together that maybe like these things didn't happen in that. Do you think it's like a weird connected universe thing? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I, I just remember. Yeah, I just remember in a in until no in Man of Madonna, Justin and I realized it real quick. The moats, though the moats. I feel like half the budget went to making the moats. So many of them. Anyway, so back to how scary it is. I actually thought this was pretty scary Um, in terms of, like, it being incredibly tense. It's so tense, especially in those scenes where you have to hold still. When you have, I talked about the wolf. I talked about, like, just, I mean, all of those scenes. As much as I hated the hold still, it was an incredibly effective gameplay element. Um, It had some good jump scares. It was nice and gory, like, when... At the end, when Rami Malek's character is having that breakdown, there's the giant pig head scene. That shit is gruesome. Um, so yeah, I think, I think overall, if you're someone who is creeped out more so by games than horror movies, this is going to be a good bad time for you because it's pretty effective. Well, well, and, and the the good part about like I find myself to be kind of one of those people because yeah. in a video game. It's up to you to go forward. You have to physically make yeah. yourself go through it. Yeah. 
Whereas, you know, a movie you can pause and like, okay, whatever, I'm good. But no, like, well, I guess you could do the same in a game. You can but also like, look away from a movie. You can't Yes, in a game, a it's game. like, no, you are here. Yeah. You are going to see this because you have to go through it. Um, I, I agree. I, I think um, Rami Malek's, like, basically breakdown at the end is fantastically done. Like, I, I, I don't think I've seen, like, a, 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 like a, a, a trauma breakdown like that be so effective and, like, legitimately spooky with his sisters like coming up constantly and like you mentioned the pig head uh yeah there's lots of gore mm-hmm. um even if everybody survives you there is still actually some gore from when josh pretends to get killed um yeah. and well the stranger obviously because you can't save him um r.i.p stranger yeah R.I.P. but but you know every time the killer comes around it's terrifying I personally, I was like, oh shit. Uh, even though I obviously knew the outcome still, it was still tense and stressful. Um, specifically when he was like standing behind Sam and watching her in the bath. That really that creeps me out. That's what I'm talking thing. about. That scene, all that stuff with him was so good. Yeah, the, the, the stuff with the, the killer is, is really good. And, and then it kind of goes into uh, the descent almost a little bit with the way yeah. it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I I found it to be quite scary still, even though I've played through it a couple times. Like it, it still is effective. All right, so I get the part. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, all right. The first time I played this, I was such a baby. Like I was literally like walking super slow. I never accelerated. Like I checked all the turns. Like I was like constantly waiting for things to pop up. On this replay. All that was gone at first. When I forgot about the slasher element, it came back and I remembered like how good this game could be when it was on point. But as soon as the slasher stuff went away and went went back to the Wendigos, like I was like back out of it again and it felt very video gamey. Um mm-hmm. And that stinks because this game is based around replayability and I feel like the like that the scariness is just gone once you know the beats. You know what I mean? And maybe that's like a personal thing. Um, but like, like I said, the first time I played it, it did scare me. And then um, when I forgot what was coming my way, it did scare me again. But overall, I think in the biggest moments, outside of the deaths, which we discussed already, I feel like the scariness was kind of gone. It's fair. I mean, especially if you've, I mean, you've played it before, right? Yeah. So you, like Ashley, you know, when Ashley died, it scared me because I did not see her getting her head chopped off through the the hole. Right. And that's kind of hard. Like, is it the deaths in the is it the jump scare of the death that scared me? Yes. But overall, like moving through the sanitarium or going through the tunnels or moving through the house, like I wasn't afraid. Like I, I honestly thought when I was in the house and I was getting out of there, I, I was going to save. Um, Mike and Emily. Like I thought they were both coming out with me, so I was surprised when they didn't get out. So I guess the question is, do you rate this based on your second playthrough or your first playthrough? And like that is if you the were recommending this to a new person. Of our show, because we do a balancing of both. Um, we talked about it a lot, probably a lot more movies, wouldn't you say, Justin? Especially for me, since I've played so little horror games outside of like the Resident Evil franchise. Um it's meant to be a balance. It's meant to be like the first time you played it and this time, and you're supposed to like kind of figure out where you land because 
Mm. Because I played it before, that kind of negates it. But if I gave it to somebody fresh, like I think this would be a very scary thing. Mm-hmm. We talked mm-hmm. about replayability a lot here. So I did factor that in a bit. Gotcha. So, with all that being said, I gave it a six and a half. Justin. I give it an eight. I, I, I mean, it was still very effective for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, This is one of those, like, rare games where I wish I could go back and play it for the first time again. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because, goddamn, I remember it was, like, it was fucking, like, it was awful. this is one of the games I had, like, an issue playing at the in the dead of night yeah like mm-hmm. i was like no i gotta try and play this like a little earlier all right rachel put a cap yeah, on this it. thing made me super super anxious so i'm gonna give it an eight as well Perfect. it's not it's not alien isolation no <laughs> don't get me wrong no 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 but, no 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 no, no. <laughs> but it is pretty dang tense all right end it with a good score guys all right uh before we do that subgenre, i know i didn't bring it up to you guys um, but I did look before we started recording, and I think it's very easy. Um, if you guys agree, really, I said transform man. In the end, it's the Wendigo that turns. It's a human that turns into the monster when it consumes human flesh. So, I went with transformed man. And, and it could be deranged. Yeah, because Josh doesn't actually I, uh, yeah, kill went, anybody. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's full. very clear that he does not actually kill anybody. Hmm. But. The, that does him killing someone change the genre like if everybody survives a horror movie with he a is ghost still fucked up it's still yeah. a ghost movie yeah right? I, so the, i was i actually was gonna cheat and i want i think because there are dual plots we should have dual genres would be I mean, my Rachel brings thoughts. up a good point because <laughs> that would also make it so much easier <laughs> <laughs> i think it's both especially because the main thrust of it at the for like half of it is yeah. deranged man and then it heel turns into transform man mm-hmm. it's both on there i i think the the spear of the rule was that like what the the end scary thing is but i think we all found the slasher probably more scary than the wendigos in the end so mm-hmm. we'll keep it up there deformed transformed man it is yeah Review the scores for plot. I gave it an eight. Justin gave it a nine. Rachel gave it eight and a half. For gameplay, I gave it a seven. Justin gave it a seven and a half. Rachel gave it an eight. For audio, I gave it a nine and a half. So did Justin. And Rachel gave it a nine. And for how scary, I gave it a six and a half. Justin gave it an eight, as did Rachel. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of an 82. That. Oh, excellent. Do, 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 do. That sounds right. Huh? That sounds right. So it, that sounds, sounds right. right. Yeah, yeah that it's sounds a right. good game. Mm-hmm. And. That places it. It's close to the top ten. Um, it's, I mean, it's far, but it's, it's close. Uh, we 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 have a lot of strong, yeah, like really fucking. It strong is games tied with it's... Dead by Daylight, Midsummer, mm. and The Shining. Right below it, we have a lot. I'll name a few. We have Candyman, the new one, The Crazies, The Exorcist, OG Halloween, Halloween Kills, Resident Evil Four, and Train to Busan. And then right above it, we have Detention, which, man, that was such a fun game we played, Justin. I, that was that was the second game we... Where, wait, did we play that before Clock Tower? Uh, no. 
because we were already 62nd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At forward detention. We still need to watch that movie, too. Yes, we do. And play their follow-up game, which I don't think you can buy anymore. No, but I, I have killed it. it. Yeah, I, I have it. Okay. So. So with that, we're going to play a commercial from a member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network, and then we're going to head on in to the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. All right. So, Scream 5 is on a hiatus until we can all see it. So, I have to re- mix i guess the back half of our season here because we have a lot of stuff we need to take out justin and tackle a lot of fucking games i realize that i'm looking at it right now yes like two four six eight games well well one of those is a maybe if we can actually get it to work yeah volume two but yeah oh hey you just got rid of them all i i I moved i moved once we moved off to the bottom off to the side because there's gonna be the slot when we get to them yeah. Uh, so Bloodborne has to get beaten before Elden Ring comes out. It just has to get done. Um, so yeah. I'm going to force myself to beat that by uh, two weeks from now the, episode. By the day before Elden Ring comes out. When's Elden Ring come out? February 8th, isn't it? Oh, I, oh I no. Did, I didn't know no. that. No, sorry. February 4th is Dying Light 2. Sorry. Uh, Elden Ring is uh, February 24th. Yeah, I, I thought I was in the 20s. Okay. So Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um. So we're going to have two more game reviews before that. We have Bloodborne and then Martian Gothic, which is a forced entry from Shannon. Um, yeah, but the next thing we're going to do, it's actually a... Is your next. No. It is a forced <laughs> entry from one of our most newest patrons, Eddie. Uh, Yay! And it is the day the Earth stood still. We're going back to some classic alien horror after all this slasher stuff and... Santa penises. Uh, I I need to get back into uh, elf penises. Thank That's you very right. much. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I want to get I want to get back. I I, I want to get I want to get back into aliens. Bloodborne has to happen. Um, but I want to get back into aliens and start doing that again and kind of get that vibe. We'll slot screen five when we, when we get to it. I'm going to be working. I'm going to talk to Steven about getting his uh, Xbox One so that I can play dead space three we can finally finish up that franchise wait don't you have it on i don't you have, I have it? it on ps3 but remember i can't it like i start playing it and it crashes it's like one of those games that crashes the, right. the fat ps3 right frustratingly trust me it is a pain in my derriere um if you do get his xbox let me know because i have that game on my account and you can just use my account you're a beautiful person I try. Well, I also have it on Steam too. If you, want. <laughs> I don't know if my computer can handle it. <laughs> we could try. I just don't know if I can. Oh, would you know what? It. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second here. I can share games with people on Steam. I'm gonna share that game with you because if you can run that, we can actually co-op that game. That's the only way you can do it, right? Yeah, that's the only way you can play that game in co-op now is on PC. Right, interesting. 
Okay. So we'll what figure, about that? We'll talk but about Rachel, it, yeah. this is your last time on here for a little while. We'll be coming on to join you uh and Mars for yeah, Hellraiser. Next week. So that will be a thing. <laughs> um You're gonna be fine. Is there any part of you I know that you have anxiety about it, but is there any part of you that's a little bit excited to to give it a shot? Um I mean Pinhead's so iconic. Yeah. And I am excited I mean, enough you... to finally like watch what made him that icon. It's just yeah. All I know about it is like it's like all about like sexual pleasure mixed with like pain, and that that just ain't my cup of tea. And I've heard of some deaths that happen in some of these movies. I don't know where. I just like I remember I was a kid or something. I had to have been a young kid, and someone got a bunch of hooks in them, and they were like orgasming and then they got ripped to shreds is this is this the right franchise don't say anything rachel okay, okay. let's let larry find it for him great so yes if you want to hear my journey through hellraiser you'll have to join the zombie girls and listen to us over on the stream queens but which i think is an answer in itself but yes i it's i don't know if it's anxiety is the right word it's just dread i i, I will say like 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 I've said before, it's remember how Rachel felt before she watched the first song. Yeah, exactly. It's the same yeah. type of like it's built up. It's definitely not that bad. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, you're like truly you're gonna be fine. Like it's more conceptual than it is on screen. Okay, Larry, I'm in some of those chats, that toxic chat. Yeah, trust me, it's n- no no way. Sometimes you guys that. post that some stuff in those toxic chats. The way I have to mute it for like 24 hours. Yeah, like, uh, I, 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 that I'm experiencing right now. Like, 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 sometimes some things get posted. In I would there, feel bad sending some of that stuff. I just go, all right. Well, this chat is muted for. Oh yeah, uh, yes, 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 really? absolutely. Yeah, I'm oh, trying yeah. to imagine what I mean because I feel like we are so boundary free in our friendship. Oh, there, there are when boundaries done, when behind the boundaries. When we're done recording, I will tell you about the one specifically that I think Larry is thinking. Yes. Of. Oh. And with Is that, the one that lovely I sent with tease, the gun? join us next week when we get back to Aliens and review The Day the Earth Stood Still. Make sure you go check out Rachel with Zombie Girls and all their many shows. And make sure you definitely go and check out the Hellraiser review. I suffer for the listeners. Um, you suffer so beautifully, though. Oh, man. Any last thoughts, guys? <laughs> um, I'm excited to... I Hellraiser is one I I have personally haven't seen in a very long time. Right, I'm actually really either. excited to watch it. Um, I, my plan is to watch it on Sunday. Um, man, should we do? We could do like a last minute group watch for it. You totally. Could. I am not watching that with the group. That will be something that I will watch with Devin. <laughs> You're acting like it's gonna be pornographic. It's it's like a it's a movie from the eighties. We'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's. It came out in theaters. There is literally right. laws no, against no, what I guess, they can I guess show. I mean, it, right? If I'm so. going to watch this movie, I'm going to watch it how I would watch any movie for the first time, which is like phones turned off. Okay. okay. I, I was gonna say, are you worried it's gonna like open up some doors for you, maybe, or something? Like, guys, uh, we appreciate all of you hanging out with us, and until next time, stay scary. <laughs> Oh, the sights. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry 
at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Bye.